0: How do you leverage emotional intelligence to create the life, relationship, and business of your dreams? I've spent over a decade studying, speaking, and coaching on emotional intelligence, and in this podcast, I share the exact principles and strategies my clients have used to earn seven-figure incomes, heal their relationships, get engaged after years of failed relationships, and step into their authentic power to become the leaders they came here to be. Let's do this. Welcome back to episode 210 of the Marcy Miyaki Show. If you know me and you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that I like to provide context for you. And the reason I like to do that is because if you're anything like me, you're really into personal development, you really love to grow and to learn, and so you're constantly being exposed to new concepts. Theories, methodologies, skills, and good for you for doing that because that is so incredible. However, sometimes it can feel like, oh my gosh, I have all these tools in my tool belt, like this is amazing, but where do I even begin? How do I know when and where to use them? And we touched on this in a previous episode when we talked about why your affirmations are not working and what you can do instead. And that wasn't to say that affirmations don't work, they absolutely do. But if you're using them in the wrong context, you will be frustrated AF because they won't work, because there are environmental factors that are going to impact their efficacy. So today I thought I would unpack mindset versus emotional intelligence. The reason this is, is because mindset, especially in the business world, is a huge thing. I don't. I, I personally know so many mindset coaches, right? Because we understand that the power of our thinking really does impact our relationships, our business, et cetera. And so this is a formidable approach to take when we want to achieve success in our lives. And it's always been widely accepted. And that I have a theory on that as well. And this is just my own theory. But I think it's because we are so in our heads. We are so different disembodied as a people. And thinking and thought and all of that was much more accepted in the business world, whereas emotions were something that we left at the door. At least I thought that when I first entered the corporate world. And so the idea of emotional intelligence took a minute to gain momentum, unlike mindset work. So when people say, I'm a mindset coach or I teach mindset, you kind of have an idea of what it's about and it's been around for a while. Whereas with emotional intelligence, people are like, what? What does that mean? So, both from my perspective are very important. I'm obviously going to be biased to emotional intelligence. So, I mean, that's why I chose it because I think it's so important. But they're both important, and we need to be building these skills in tandem, okay? Because they feed into each other. Why? Because our thoughts impact our emotions and our emotions impact our thoughts. And so it's a cycle and we can get into an upward cycle or a downward cycle. So we need to work on both. However, let's first get clarity around what we're talking about when we're talking about mindset. So with mindset, yeah, it's around our mind, around how we think. Some, like a common, um, terminology you might hear is having a growth mindset. A growth mindset is someone who is open to new ideas or open to learning. They're actually okay with being wrong because they see being wrong as an opportunity for growth, which is an amazing quality to have versus a fixed mindset like I've always done it this way, it only is like this, new ideas feel scary, although they will never acknowledge it like that. They're just so fixated on how things were. They will never acknowledge that it's their fear that is what's making them have a fixed mindset. And then there's tools like reframing. So it's looking at a negative situation and seeing a different perspective of it. Where can we get a learning from it? Things like having an attitude of embracing challenges, learning from your failures, and just having a positive attitude overall are things that we associate with A growth mindset or having a strong mindset. So for obvious reasons, this can be so important for your personal life in terms of your relationship with your husband and in terms of your business. So such a valuable skill. I mean, it can get you out of really challenging situations. It is one of the things that I look for in terms of team members, but also in terms of my friends. If you have a growth mindset, we're probably going to get along. Okay. So then emotional intelligence is not really in the mind, it is more in the body because our emotions are in our body. So this is about having self-awareness, like feeling what that emotion feels like in our body. It's about having self-regulation, being able to manage how we respond to the emotion in our body, empathy, social skills, etc. And so obviously this is very important in terms of your relationship and your business because if we act from emotion, you know, I don't know anybody that was like, I was so emotional and I responded and I'm so proud of my response. Like usually it's, you know, people are most proud when they've had a minute to themselves and they've been able to regulate themselves and they've had a moment to reflect and then they respond and then they're super proud of their response. Not many of us, uh, when we are, it triggered or when we are in, an uncomfortable emo- emotion what that when we respond, we feel good about it. We tend to not to. This is why this skill is also very important. Okay, so in terms of when to use these, how to use these, now I'm gonna argue that emotional intelligence is more important only because it is primary, it's primal. Your emotions are Primal, you you're not even really responsible for the emotions that happen in your body because they're that primal. But you are responsible for how you respond to the emotion in your body. Now, in terms of sequence, I think you need to have a baseline um, growth mindset. So you need to have a little bit of like mindset work to be open to the emotional intelligence skills because of the reason that I said earlier is that we're happy to be analytical and in our mind, we we have no shame around that. But there's a lot more negative connotation around being someone who's emotional and in touch with their feelings, especially if you identify as masculine. So you need to have that growth mindset, i.e., you know what? I understand that my emotions do have an impact in my life. And so therefore, growing the skill around my emotions would be beneficial, i.e., now I'm going to be open to it, having that growth mindset. So I would argue that the growth mindset is necessary to build the adequate emotional intelligence skills. And in terms of sequence, if I'm encountering a challenge that is internal, so it's my challenge, I'm waking up and I'm feeling unmotivated, okay? Um, Well, that is an internal thing that I need to work on and my mindset work can definitely um, help me with that. So internal mindset can help, but I would also argue that emotional intelligence can help let's let's look at for example again i'm feeling unmotivated i wake up i'm just not energized so there's some dialogue that i can have going on but I can also listen to something that's super inspiring, super motivational, and all of a sudden, what have I done? i have now triggering a different emotion, and now I'm lifting up my emotions, and now all of a sudden, I'm excited and inspired. So in that case, I would say they're happening together. It's the mindset work and the emotional intelligence, the emotional regulation happening together so that you can get the best out of your day. Now, where I would argue that emotional intelligence is more important, and this is also in the research, it's around those leadership roles and relationship roles. So now when we have not an internal challenge, but an external challenge, i.e. my challenge is now with my husband, my challenge is now with my son, my challenge is now with someone in my team, um, as soon as other people are involved, now your emotional intelligence is exponentially more important. Because from a mindset perspective, yes, I can have a positive mindset. I can be like, what's the lesson here? But that's still all in the mind. Whereas if I lean into my emotional intelligence, when there's conflict in my organization, I can now begin to feel into the emotions of the other person. I can exercise empathy. Empathy does not live in your mind. Empathy is me being present enough and in my body enough to witness the person in front of me. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they're frustrated. Maybe they're feeling defeated. And now I need to witness that and pour into them. I'm I'm talking from a team perspective right now. So your emotional intelligence is so important when it comes to those relational things because... Having empathy means understanding how the other person feels. You cannot understand how the other person feels in your mind. You can only understand how the other person feels in your body and by being present with them. And I mean, I can go into several different concepts around this that I have spoken at length in this podcast, you know, emotional contagion, brain sync, etc. These are real things that come from it's, it's things that are happening within your body in the presence of someone else. So, absolutely, we need to be using the mindset skills that we are building, and we need to be using the emotional intelligence skills that we are building. So from a linear perspective of like, I'm starting this personal development journey, I would say you start with some mindset work to open you up to the emotional intelligence work and give you some baseline skills. But then as you move through, and especially if you're running businesses and just like running a family, et cetera, there's going to be a lot of triggers. And in which case your emotional intelligence is so important. When an emotion happens in your body, you cannot think your way out of an emotion especially if it's a big one, if it feels urgent, if, feel, if it feels heavy. Nobody thinks their way out of depression. Nobody thinks their way out of anxiety. We move through. We have to feel it. We move through. And everyone eventually, whether it's through some kind of like somatic release or some kind of therapy or through medication, everybody eventually moves through. But someone who is emotionally intelligent and who has built this skill set... Can move through in an efficient and effective way, and you know your girl loves efficiency and effectiveness. I don't want to be efficient to be efficient. I.e., I'm gonna rush. I'm gonna spiritually bypass. I'm gonna pretend those emotions aren't there because I am this type of person, and I don't. And I'm a strong person, like completely denying your lived experience, which is happening in your body. When you're emotionally intelligent, you feel into the emotions that are happening in your body. You get curious. You ask questions, you move through. And when you move through means that you are emotionally and energetically clear. And that has a ripple effect on everything else in your life. Because then you show up loving and whole to your family. You show up loving and whole to your team. You show up loving and whole to your husband but if we're expediting because we're trying to now go into some mindset work and I just need a powerful reframe, but you haven't actually felt the emotion you're going to go back there. Trust me, you will loop back and you'll be like, shit, why am I here again? I thought I cleared this, but you know you didn't because you tried to do something with your mind that needed to happen in your body. And that's really the, the, the distinction that I want you to understand from here. It's just being present enough to be All right, I've got so many tools in my tool belt. What am I going to use today? What do I need in this present moment? And a lot of the time it is emotional intelligence first, i.e. you need to soothe and maybe you just need to do some self-talk. Maybe you need to do some inner child work. Maybe you need to do some mirror work, some journaling, something to just soothe and bring up your emotion just slightly so that you are receptive to the mindset strategies that, are, that can now be fully effective because you're not in this low, low emotional frequency. So to sum it up, your mindset work is so important and there's so much of that readily available for you. And your emotional intelligence work is so important and what i the best advice i can give on this would be don't try to expedite the process it's better to be strategic and methodical rather than trying to rush and get it done Because when we try to rush, it's often we're in our mind and we're trying to think our way out of something that we need to feel our way through. And so we start using these powerful reframes. And I I talk about that a lot because a lot of times mindset people will be like, how can I reframe this terrible situation? How can I reframe this? And that's not the work, mama. That's not the work. The work is to acknowledge the crappiness of the situation and to see what you need for yourself and to be with the ick of it because what's so nuts, and I'm not the only person that says this because I heard another teacher speak on this the other day, and I've been saying this for years, but when you can sit in the ick of the uncomfortable emotion, and you don't need to numb, and you don't need to go on Instagram, and you don't need to text someone, and you don't need to call that guy, and you don't need to fight with your husband, and you don't need to yell at your kids, and you don't need to eat a chocolate bar, but when you can sit in the ickness and be like, this is ick, and it's not like, I'm not dead, like, I'm I'm just going to sit here, I'm just going to sit here, and if you're going to pull in the inner child work, it's like, I'm here with you. I got you. I'm not running away from you. I know you're uncomfortable and I'm with you, little mama, right? So whatever you need to do to stay in the discomfort, but not become the emotion. See, that's the difference is sitting with the emotion, not becoming the emotion, witnessing the emotion, not being consumed by the emotion, the emotion goes away. And the best part of it is because you didn't try to use some mindset strategy to bypass it, the emotion will actually dissipate. It doesn't get repressed. It doesn't get like pushed down to then eventually bubble up later and become a bigger explosion. So do your mindset work, do your emotional intelligence work. We do both inside of the Academy. If you're ready to really do this work and you're really ready to get on top of your triggers and like really understand yourself at the deepest level so that you can show up as the woman you're supposed to be, then check out the link in the show notes and make this year your best year yet.